Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I am your intro boy and co-host, James, and I am joined with... Big Tasty Tony B. Hell yeah, and... Dramatic Dave. Excellent. Why dramatic? Just you know what, I'll get to it later. Just, we really um, need to know why he's dramatic. He's fucking dramatic. Like, came out of the wound dramatic. It's, it's, it's Dave we're talking about here. It just uh, it makes sense. We uh, we once again kind of decided that uh, three is not enough. Three is only uh, a crowd, but we wanted a party, so we brought on special guest and super friend of the podcast, James, with us. Hey, buddy. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> How's everybody today? <laughs> All right. I think it might be morning in Vietnam. To be honest, it's, uh, that's why I said it. Yeah. 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 It might be. Probably. What's what is the time in Hanoi? I don't. I don't keep track. But hi, welcome. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Yes. Very welcome. Yes. So excited that you are here. Oh, this is a good one. There's now two Jameses though. So. Well, that's James I was squared. thinking about that. James yeah. squared. Yeah. I mean, we can bring back we can bring back our old recognition names of you know I can I can go back to cousin James and we got friend James. That's that's how I have to introduce you to people. Yeah. Uh, is is this is cousin James and they're like, why do you have to call him cousin James? It's a long story, it's, but yeah, it's it, it just makes sense to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I matters. Still have you both in my phone as cousin James and friend James? That's, <laughs> again, know, that's to mistakenly, I don't yeah. want to see what you're texting cousin James because I know what those messages look like. Yes, yeah. yeah. The only person I will have to do that to is you. You are just James in my phone. And that's oh, that makes sense. I know who I'm talking to. It's not myself. I can honestly say I think you might be the only other James I know, and I like. I'm going to yeah. keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. keep it that way. Uh, hi, nice to meet you. What's your name, James? No, no, no I, I already have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys want to get? Uh, you want to get going? You want to talk about some movies tonight? Always We've got some things. Always some things we can talk about. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Finger guns. So, our usual segments. Yes, we are. Uh, we'll start off with some best, my worst. As I have said for every guest that has joined us, you have the unique pleasure, friend James, of picking anything from your history of ever watching movies ever to talk about for best man worst and where the three of us are restricted to literally anything we've seen since the last episode which for me is exactly two movies because I am a sack of shit. Apparently. As long as you're admitting that. I'm the, I'm the only, I did watch three. I, I, it, I but for uh, for all intents and purposes, it's two. You watch two. two. You watch. Two. I watch two, and then we have the main segment one, which is yeah. the third. So yeah. that, that's I, that's all I got. I that's, true. that's all that's I have true. time for. I was in Detroit last week. Uh, life. I don't life know. Life happens. Life, life, life happens. finds a way. Movies are more important than is it Detroit? Oh, it is Detroit. It was nice though. Did you see the Robocop? Said nobody statue? ever. I did not, and I should have. Why did you not go see the Robocop I, statue? I don't know. What other reason is there to be in Detroit? I got good obviously this music festival. You, you got you got the pizza, got which I'm proud pizza. of you. But you and something pizza. that was called Italian guac, which <laughs> aces. Is it just aces. is it just marinara sauce? Like no, so it's 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 uh like mashed avocados, like you would be making a guac. I like how you said uh, avocado. Avocados. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh and then basically like bruschetta toppings, so like tomatoes and red onion and like fresh basil and like I guess there was still cilantro in there, but like it was all kind of like mixed together and with fresh tortilla chips. Oh fuck, it was so good. Fantastic. Lovely. So good. But no long and short, statue. no Robocop no statue. Robocop statue. Right. I, I forgot. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Sounds like another trip to Detroit. There's no reason to go. Just cross, just cross through the tunnel. Hey, why are you here? Uh, well, I'm going to grab a sandwich, but also I'm making my annual pilgrimage to the Robocop <laughs> statue that y'all have. People would understand it's Robocop. Oh, right man. this way, sir. <laughs> Police escort to the statue. Omnicorp is right there. They'll, they'll pick you right up. I'll understand. Dear God. Anyway, what's hit us with the best? Let's guess. Uh, guess. So I uh, Tony gave me the parameters on here. I I, <laughs> I don't know if I could remember every movie I've ever watched. So I kind of just went to uh, 2023, <laughs> sure. you know, just just to keep it simple. Um, and I will honestly say, you guys, I know you'll rip on me for this one. But the best movie I've seen so far this year is the Dungeons and Dragons movie. And I will and I will defend that. And I, I will to rip on you for that. I, I will defend choice. it. It. uh that's it, that's on that's on brand for you. I'm it is not, well. That's, that's I was about to say if you said that was the worst one, I would be more. I would I would be more curious. Fair enough. Yeah. And I will I will say my main reason for loving that movie so much is it feels like a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Anybody who's played a game of Dungeons and Dragons Absolutely. knows the amount of stuff that went wrong in that movie is completely natural for oh, a game yeah. of D and D, and that it felt so normal. It felt so natural. Um, it was just a blast. It was fun. Was Michelle Michelle Rodriguez crushing on like? little people was that is that like canon is that that there's always people crushing on little people <laughs> in D. &D. the little Absolutely. races tend to get some flack um which is are they as hot as bradley cooper Shrunk they can bradley be cooper. Okay. they can be yeah there's be anything you, you want know. to be dave all right yeah. it's all in your mind fantastic <laughs> imagination all right so that was my best i just wish the effects were better it's have you seen the have you seen the original yes. dungeons okay yes, so that was my baseline <laughs> and it went jeremy, in the jeremy, right direction jeremy irons jeremy irons is in that movie uh, i marlon wish they brought him back marlon wayans yes i, I really wish they brought jeremy irons back oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry but that that sounds like a winning combination to me <laughs> actually did, did, there is a sequel to that movie that apparently oh, no. is very hard to find um i've never seen it myself but it follows the disgraced bad guy demador after he is like, yeah, I've, I've been looking for it. I've never found it. But uh, one of these days it's, I'll get around to watching it. It's a legit movie, not a porno. <laughs> OK, I can't confirm <laughs> that it's not a porno. Yeah. Uh, oh, that would actually make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Into yeah. the shit. Into the, yeah. That triple X makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. OK. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, consider me duped. Still better than the original. Why, every time I Google it, why is why do I only get X video links? What the fuck is this? I love it. I love That's it. a good choice. I like that. For That's me. for me. I felt like it was on brand. It was it was a toss up between that and Cocaine Bear only because I have not laughed Ooh. as hard at a movie as I did with Cocaine Bear in a while. That's and I, I don't think it was supposed to be that funny, but. It needed more of the bear snorting coke off like disembodied limbs. See, I thought the fact that they had it at least more than once was was like I was happy that they at least had it more than once, you know? Oh my grace. Yeah. 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 He was just so happy though. He just wanted his bricks of cocaine. She so, she just wanted she, the bricks she, of she cocaine. I'm sorry for misgendering the cocaine bear. You gotta get it right. <sighs> my bad. It's Pride Month. You have I, to, it's you my bad. Cannot. I'm taking ownership, Dave. Okay. Okay. I'm just making James sure. is taking accountability. Yeah. A lot of accountability, lot of accountability in this episode. Look, I'm admitting my fault. I am. I am but a human. All right. All right. Doing doing an un, doing unpaid work for this podcast <laughs> because I like it. You know how much unpaid work I've done for this podcast. You know how much unpaid work all of us have done. It's true. It's, it's a true. lot of work. It's true. Somebody fucking 
Me undies. Come, give me a sponsorship, please. I need some money. <laughs> is this is this the point? Is this the point when we we plug the Shutter sponsorship or the the criteria? Oh, Square, Squarespace. We should get some Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah, Go yeah. on. That's just the rite of passage if you have a podcast. Yeah. We yeah. need that. We need that. Uh, what's the ball trimmer one? The manscaping. Oh, manscaping. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll get that. We'll get that. Or NordVPN. NordVPN is the real one. Yeah. Huge one. There we go. There you go. All right. If any any of you uh if any of you are listening to this, anybody who works for any of those companies, please drop us a line. Please. <laughs> We're just like Cineplex. I don't know. I'll plug Cineplex. I rag on it enough, but I'll plug it. <laughs> you run me my check. I'm easily bought. <laughs> You can silence this negative critic no. for a low, no cost. Fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be That's good. pretty good sponsorship. That's not right. terrible. Yeah. That's That's right. Right. I would yeah. sing its praises. Uh Dave, give me a best. All right. So I wasn't going to talk about this one. I was going to talk about it next week, but I realized that I didn't my other best was Puss in Boots, and I mentioned that last week. You did. And uh, I've been watching a hell of a lot of Puss in Boots. Sure. <laughs> because yeah, my son is obsessed. You have a child. Yes. And uh, he's obsessed with Puss and he's obsessed with death, <laughs> which is, you know, bleak. All right, that's fine. <laughs> bleak to say the least. But my best was uh, a little film um, called Chasing Amy. Oh, you rewatched really that? I haven't watched in forever. Good Lord. Forever Good in a day. Yeah, yeah. I had to bust out my old uh, Criterion DVD. Oh, okay. I was going to say, was it VHS? Did you have to blow the no. dust off it? I blew the dust off the, the Criterion DVD and I, I, had to blow on, I had to blow on the back of it to put it in, oh. make sure it still worked. Oh, but, yeah, I bet. Yeah, friend of the what? podcast, Matt Layden, bought that for me back in um, oh. the early nice aughts. You're the odds. That was one. That was one of your first Criterion's, was that? It was. I was very proud to have that. Nice. I didn't know what Criterion was. I just knew it was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, this movie—it's um, a little overwritten, like most Kevin Smith sure. films are. But uh, it's kind of revolutionary. It's like it's very frank discussions about like sex between all sorts of genders, and like mm. every like most of the cast is gay or. For some reason, they are bisexual, but they refuse to use the word bisexual. In Interesting. It. Like everyone has to be gay. Mm. You can't be bisexual. Mm. So I guess I guess either Kevin Smith didn't understand Just bisexuality bi or in the 90s, it was either gay or nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't think that word existed <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> a whole lot of these problems could have been solved. They <laughs> Just said, admitted they were bisexual. Yeah, or pansexual. Yeah. Like, like. You just gotta love love. Didn't know any better yeah. than. Apparently, Kevin Smith did not know any better than. Apparently, well, he knew well enough to talk like, yeah, yeah, to give this this dialogue, this frank dialogue, which is impressive for 1997, and it's also impressive that fucking heartthrob Ben Affleck is in mm. this movie, and he's not. It's not all about gay panic because your fucking right. your friends show is like literally gay panic the tv show oh, they're yeah. always afraid of anything vaguely gay happening yeah, yeah. not yeah. even and they make fun of the lesbians the whole time so it's nice to see a movie from the 90s where they're not just making fun of lesbians or making fun of gay people they're actually like interacting and discussing the issues they were having yeah, yeah. right they yeah. use the uh F-A-G word a little liberally, but it was the late 90s. It was the late 90s, but again, 
they were gay characters saying it and Ben Affleck only says yeah. it once and he doesn't use it derogatory. So I was like, okay, fine, they, fine, yeah. Ben, you can, they have were it. doing, they were doing the best they could for the time that they were making that movie. Yeah. But it had, it, it's probably like top tier Kevin Smith. I know it doesn't say anything, but it's like one of his best films. And yeah, uh, yeah I thought it was pretty funny and yeah, I enjoyed the Frank discussions about sex in the nineties and to think, to think how far we've come that, it's just so normalized in that movie, and it's like from twenty six years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. That's good. How was? Uh, does that monologue still hit? Uh, Kevin Smith's at the end. Yeah. yeah, it's it's still pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. he wrote it because um, he was dating Joey Lauren Adams, and apparently he wasn't okay with her sexual past. Okay. Oh. And then, like, it was like his catharsis. So instead of going to therapy, he decided to write a screenplay, which right. she did. He cast her, and then he cast her <laughs> yeah, in it, which yeah, again yeah. probably isn't helpful. But she's yeah. very good. Yeah, at it. I remember her being amazing. Yeah. But there, there's a lot of monologuing. Yeah, sure. Oh, for sure. for sure. For <laughs> sure. It's an early. It's an early Kevin Smith movie. I mean, like to monologues. All monologues. Like, like it's so. There's certain points where I'm like, okay, this is a little dramatic. Come on now. <laughs> it, it's raining and you're just yelling out your love for. Come on now. Yep. Oh, the fucking chasing. <laughs> they close the thing and they're all like running at each other in the rain. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> but Matt Damon shows up for one, re- of course for one reason or another, and yeah. so does uh, Brian O'Halloran. Okay. He was glued to Ben Affleck's hip at that time still. That's true. So that makes sense. That tracks. He was probably just chilling in Ben's trailer the entire shoot anyway. What the fuck else was he doing? Writing sure. Goodwill Hunting. Exactly. In case Affleck shows up too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it was a family affair. It was like they're like the beginning of the movie, like they're at the third annual New York Comic Con. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That dates you. That, that's painful. That, that dated yeah. it because it's yeah. literally just, it's all comics yeah. and yeah. people dressed as obscure comic yeah, yeah, characters. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. That tracks for Kevin Smith, though. But it, was, it was just funny. I just, that, it was, that part was a time capsule. The rest, still very uh, good. Yeah. Excellent. Still very relevant. I like it. Except for the fact that Ben, I know Ben Affleck can't turn a lesbian straight. No. Maybe, maybe he, you know, she's bisexual, so I get it. But like, if we're going to keep mm. with this charade of her being yeah. a lesbian, he's yeah. not turning her. No. no. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't come back. Especially not with that fucking goatee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like a little soul patch. Thing. It's got it's like a on. fucking yeah. giant goatee. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's like the really manicured goatee thing. Yeah. 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 Fucking guy. I love it. I've talked enough about chasing Amy. Okay. Um, I'm torn between the two because they're both good. You know what? I'm going to talk about the more fun one first. I watched Miami Vice. I was hoping that was going to be the more fun one. Fuck yeah. The Michael Mann? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Actually, Uh, Michael Mann did the TV show too. So the film. The film, Miami Vice, with Colin Farrell. Oh, that's the hot, Jamie that, Fox. That's like pinnacle, like hoof. Colin Farrell, like drugs and alcohol. Yeah, the yeah. best cover of In the Air Tonight. Oh, since Phil Collins absolutely. himself. Absolutely, that's I was, all I, I remember about that movie. When, during that scene was playing, I'm like, oh, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to nail this drum fill in order to land this one, and then they did. They crush like, it. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's that's the way you cover Phil Collins. I love it. Um, I haven't seen that movie since it came. I've saw it in the theater. Yeah, so, okay, uh, I'm going to do a weird, like, YouTube plug shout out to Patrick H. Willems, who did, like, kind of a, 
a deep dive through what he considers vibe movies. Um, mainly talking about Tenet being a vibe movie and how it's fair. The plot of it doesn't really matter. You're just kind of along for the ride. And it's all about like what's happening and not sort of what is being fed to you plot wise. Like that's secondary to the rest of the adventure. Like, uh, like how fair. he survives, at the, how he's able yeah. to, to open Don't the door at the end. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Uh, and like, and then he was talking about Miami Vice, and I'm like, fuck, I don't think I've ever seen Miami Vice. And to be honest, I was watching it. I'm like, nope, I don't think I've ever fucking seen this movie in my life. Because I think when it came out, people fucking hated it. It was very love-hate. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, well, then I guess I, I just, I'm not going to watch it. Um, so I didn't until now. And I kind of watched it from the lens of it being a vibe movie. And it's like, yeah, because it skips over shit. Like, it doesn't really matter. It just kind of yada yada us through a lot of stuff. It's like, all right, now we're going to go deliver the drugs. Cut to them putting the drugs on the boat. It's like, oh, OK. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> sure. I guess. No planning. Do. Yeah. We're like, yeah, and uh, yeah, we're going to deliver it by plane. Cut to the plane behind another plane trying to fly underneath the radar. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I guess it's not really an intense scene now, but sure, I get it. Like, we're just kind of doing it. It doesn't matter. Um, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It's coming around full. Um, it's coming around full circle now because like. Like Dave said, it was universally like hated when it came out. Like it was like very Ooh, yeah. You either very, you either hated it or you fucking despised it. Yeah. But I'm seeing more and more articles now that people defending that movie and saying, you know what, hold on, like yeah. it's actually a pretty good fucking movie, and it looks fucking beautiful. It's beautifully it, shot. It came out at a time when like Michael Mann was like ex- like experimenting with digital film. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks very. Like it's at the time, at, color, at like. the time, it looked much different than yeah. anything else. Plus, people were expecting like campy Miami Vice, and it's oh, like yeah, deadly no, it serious with his fucking stupid facial serious. hair, and he's not wearing the yellow fucking yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very serious, very raw and gritty kind of thing. Well, yeah. that was what Michael Mann was going for back then, because like it looked a lot like Mike, Michael Mann did um, Collateral, Collateral, and he did Public Enemy, right? Yeah, or enemies, public enemies, the one with Johnny Depp. Yeah, the one with yeah. Johnny Depp. And all three of those movies all look virtually the same. He was going yeah. for that experimental, yeah. like yeah. gritty, really raw kind of looking movie, yeah. right? I will say, handheld and handheld, very like, grade, very yeah. like in there, very yeah. yeah. And like the yeah, the color grading was whack. Like there was a, a full scene where they were driving a boat, and that thing was just blue. Like it was just. All shades of blue. Well, it might be different too. Like you might be watching like an, an a modified, like where he went back and cleaned Possibly. it up. Yeah, thing, as not, opposed yeah. to what but it looked still, like. But like, then. yeah, but very much. So, but yeah. still, playing with colors, playing mm. with tones, playing with it looked very different. It yeah. was very different than what you yeah. would normally see. But also, it made me want to watch Collateral really badly. So I think that might be I have that on four K. And I've really wanted to watch oh, it. Collateral, so fucking good. It is. Tommy Cruise. I was going to say, is that, that's with Tom Cruise is the bad guy? Yeah. That's an awesome, yeah. yeah. They need to do more of those. Yeah. Spoiler alert. With his, with his salt and pepper hair thing <laughs> yeah. that he's got going on. It's and, not even, the, like, no, it's 10 years. Movie, yeah. That's how the movie is set up. He, he's like, I'm going to give you all this money. Drive me. Don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> he, he could be a good guy. I, you know. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, there, there you go. There he's an anti-hero. Well, For some reason, it's the suit. Yeah, it's very. That's a very Tom, non Tom Cruise role yeah, in two thousand four. Completely <laughs> non Tom Cruise. It's wonderful. I love that movie a lot. It's good shit. 
Uh, saw that one theatrically too. Quick plug because I didn't know we were going that far back. I just want to say that I just watched Idiocracy not that long ago nice. as well, like last week. Yeah. And uh, wow, that movie is way ahead of its time in my books too. Mm. Uh, you know, I know I'm 20 years late in watching it, but wow, I was yeah. so floored with how many things it. I think it's better that you waited. I, I agree. I think I it now I it's. I think it would have hit the same way it does now. No. I don't remember liking it when I saw it back and whenever it came out. I could understand not liking it. Yeah. But now going back and watching it with, you know, 2023 eyes, I'm like, wow, this movie's yeah. way ahead of its time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I keep seeing that. I've still never seen it. I just, I I've, I've only seen it like once. I watched, it was like one of our library Yeah, movies. it was one of the library oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still can't believe it's from the fucking guy who did Beavis and Butthead. Like, what the fuck? Mike That's, Judge. Yeah, Mike yeah, Judge, yeah. man. He made a lot of, he's done, yeah. like, he's done some great stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. King of the, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Silly V. There you go. There you go. Office space. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was him, too. That was him, too. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. For uh, my best, I'm probably yeah. going to get flack from the two of you, but I won't get flack from James because this is James's one of James's favorite movies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little film from 2006 called Accepted. I love that movie. <laughs> ask, ask me about my wiener. Oh, that, sure. That was your best. Battle Royale. I'll give you a mat oh on God. that, or like a high mat. I can't see what it is. Honestly, best. I really, I really wanted to watch. I really wanted. I, I was going to talk about Blackberry, but like honestly, man, this fucking movie is like a warm hug. Like it perfectly encapsula- encapsulates uh, what it was like to be a person in 2006. Like the, the, <laughs> the fears of going to post secondary to be to just exist in two thousand six to just be just it transport like when we were watching it I convinced Melissa to watch it I said that me and James have watched this movie religiously when we back in our Tim Hortons lots days, of times our Booster Juice days. We quoted it to each other too, that especially just looking at each other and just being like Battle Royale. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I've seen that movie once. You're missing out. <laughs> you watch it yours. with 2023 eyes. <laughs> Justin Long, Scream like, Queen Justin Long, Scream Queen <laughs> Justin Long. It has got to be his best performance, like ever. Uh, barbarian motherfucker. I still would go with accepted. <laughs> I will say he shows up in Idiocracy as well, and it, it made me howl. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great cameo. I don't even know if it's a cameo, but he's in it for about he's five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's so many people in this movie. There's Justin Long. There's Jonah Hill. There's Blake Lively. Sure. Louis uh, Black. Louis right? Black Lewis kills Black it. Louis Black is in it. He fucking kills it, too. Um, it is just, it is so funny. It is so dumb. Take it with a grain of salt. It is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, I... I think we uh, we've talked about this before. I draw a firm line between good movies and enjoyable movies, you know, and for me, accepted falls squarely in the enjoyable category. Exactly. You having a bad day, throw it on. You haven't. You, you know what? Like, I get it. I get those movies. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's like, in its own category. You're saying you're best, sick. But you're it's sick, like you're best sick for, you're sick. You yeah. feel like shit. You just want to laugh. It's a chicken noodle soup movie. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe you smoked a joint. You got a little too high. I get like it. I you get will it. giggle. This, this fucking movie just it. just delivers, man. And I just I just love it so much. So you know what? It is the best. I'm I right there with you. See, James, James Scott's me. But I also did see Blackberry and it's very enjoyable. And I'm going to plug Canadian content. Go and see this fucking movie. Canadians. Yeah, we'll get there in a sec. Just just hold your horses. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've said enough. James, hit us with your meh. My map um, was fairly recent as well. Uh, I had 
decently high expectations for this movie a sequel but i you know shazam fury of the gods hit right across the middle for me it was not mm. what i thought it was going to be i wanted more i actually put off watching the first shazam for two years after it came out really? finally got around to watching yeah. it and uh and thoroughly enjoyed it yeah and i uh, thought hey this second one's coming out here this will be good you know they're gonna do a little more with the characters a little more with you know they can tie it into maybe the dcu a little bit yeah. and how they're you know and it just didn't do it it just it it i feel like they teed it up and they just kind of I don't know. It just fell off for me. It just didn't, it didn't deliver in the way that maybe that's my own fault for expectations, but, uh, it's cause you didn't taste the rainbow motherfucker. I, I suppose so. It's, uh, I'm wearing the rainbow. I'm not tasting the I'm rainbow. Very proud of you yes. That. That's yeah. an awesome shirt. Yeah. My sister made me this shirt. I'm pretty proud of it. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. For, for those playing the non-visual game, it is a shirt with one, two, three, six lightsabers on it. All with, uh, all the colors of the pride. Rainbow, rainbow. lightsabers. I yeah. Love it. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Thought it was uh, relevant, you know. I like it. So well, that's June. Yeah, it is. Yes. So it uh, that's my mad movie. It's uh, I had to really strive for that because, you know, most it's, movies are mad in my books. It takes a lot to really. To get yeah, it's, it's yeah. long and it's tough to get through. And there's a lot of weird parts where they're trying to be right. childish and then they're suddenly being adult and they're not doing a good job with the time. No, and neither. Yeah. And it uh, again, I think standing in the shadow of the first one as a standalone, we've been talking a lot about, you know, standalones. Yeah. 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 Maybe a movie that didn't need a sequel. Yeah. You know, I no, think it's in, uh, it's in. and it, it literally it, was, it said enough. It's, <laughs> it, it, that's exactly what that's that's exactly it. It said enough. And like everything that was good about the first one, they're like, OK, cool. We like that. Let's double down on that. But like, you know, yeah, Zachary it's, Levi, he's, he's awful in that. Yeah, movie. it did not. He's he's not. He doesn't. I don't know what happened because he was so charming. He was so funny in the first one. And then in this one, I just wanted to beat him with a stick. Yeah, like he was just whiny. The yeah. yeah, he's just too whiny too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it's a shame. It's, it's a shame. you know, and it looks like absolute garbage. Like the CGI. I looks, don't remember the visuals too much. Just just garbage. I didn't think the the CGI was that bad. I well, it wasn't it was, as bad. It wasn't as bad as Black Adam, but like it still was pretty oh, pretty terrible. That, that Black Adam. <laughs> I still haven't seen Black Adam. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, you're not missing much. Yeah, that's you can you can leave it that way. You'll yeah. be all right. Watch the trailer. It's pretty much that's says, it. Says it all. Yeah. Oh, here, Dave, I'll do this for you. I'm going to do this off camera for you. There you go. Now you've seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're done. It's good. It's good. Uh, but also, but the DC, could be Hova. We don't know. I was about to say, wasn't that the Hova? Hova. 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 Like, the, the, the DC hierarchy was going to change. And now, oh, yeah. and now the Fast and Furious hierarchy is going to change. Honestly, I think my favorite part about the Black Adam movie is Dwayne Johnson trying so hard on social media to make it better than it was just really trying and i was just like buddy no you're not gonna do it yeah stop man just was, stop. Was, it's already dead when he was arguing about the the, the financials oh god and then what's his name zachary levi was like telling telling people not to go see john wick yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. i do yeah see shazam because it's family friendly meanwhile somebody falls it's it's like forcibly falls to their death <laughs> you hear the splash yeah it uh <laughs> well probably still a little more family friendly than john wick a but, little more you know, yeah but, splitting hairs there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The one so that's one cameo is kind of weird. Spoiler alert! Like, <laughs> spoiler it's not, alert! Yeah. It's not a, they put it in the TV spot. It's not a spoiler. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. It was weird. That's my math for you. 
Dave Hedis. All right. My man is a film that came out uh, a little while ago in theaters. It's probably on VOD very soon. It's a film called Mission Kandahar with Tony's boy, Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah. If I don't see another Gerard Butler movie for like five years, no, Tony, I think I'd be okay. Tony, you're squarely in the dad action movie oh, drama well, I, now. That's I watch, I watch, you're a guy. I watched 13 Gerard yeah, Butler movies. You're session. a guy. Right now. How did you Jesus Christ! Not enough. It's you made me watch Geostorm. <laughs> I did. I did, and I'm and I apologize. <laughs> you should. I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually more impressed that Gerard Butler's got more than 13 credits to his name. That's uh, <laughs> he found his he found his yeah, calling as a B movie actor. He man. Found yeah, it. he found it. He's he, you know he's pumping out he's pumping out dad action films. Your dad will love Gerard Butler movies. Like he's just pumping them the fuck out. Wasn't there? You are a dad. You have to then, love them. Then that's you're now you're in the. This is, <laughs> this is the top. This is your favorite movie this year, Dave. You're, you're, we're, we're, we're telling you. One of all time. No, that's fine. You have until you're 40, and then it's all down there until Gerard Butler's back catalog. Oh man, so you're gonna be you're gonna be retconning. We're gonna still be doing this podcast. You're gonna come and be like, you know what? Geostorm is a misunderstood film. Okay, let's not let's not put words in my mouth that I'm never gonna say. So it's directed by uh, Rick Roman. Wah, who did uh, uh, that's how I'm pronouncing his name. Sure. Uh he did Greenland, which I hear is actually really fucking good. I hear I hear Greenland's really good. And he like, also did Greenland. Uh, Why do I know that? It's a Gerard Butler <laughs> There it is. Greenland. Holy is good? shit. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. It was all right. There have you go. seen Greenland? That's why I know it. No, I have not seen Greenland. No. All right. It's like the military one. It it's like Greenland's what? the one the end of the world one. The end of the world. Oh, one. the end of the world yeah, one. The end of the world one where no, they have I'm, to go to Greenland to I'm confusing it with another movie that has green in the title. Never mind. Green uh, Zone? Yeah, that's it. I never sat I could never Don't. sit through that. Uh he also did uh Angel Has Fallen. Nice. He did Snitch with uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Good one. And he's uh it looks like he's gonna be doing the Cliffhanger sequel and Sick. Night Has Fallen. Yeah, I was going to say, did he, yes. get, didn't he get signed to do Night Has Fallen? Fuck so yeah. First Olympus, then London, yeah. then Angel, yeah. now it's Night. Hell yeah. Don't forget about the TV series. Are oh, there yeah. legitimately four movies in that series? There's three there right now. Three, but there's a fourth one coming? Yeah, they, no. There's going to be a TV show as well. Why? <laughs> like, that's my main question, but Dad's why? Need it. <laughs> I guess. Dad's I mean, Dad's over 50. Need it. I suppose my dad's been pretty happy with the fast movies. If they just keep pumping those out every year, he he'll be around forever. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, you, you just got to get him. You got to you throw an Olympus has fallen one night and just. Oh, I'm sure he's got that on his night. PVR. Yeah. You know, he's got that taped from 2 a.m. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. that's definitely something he taped. We did. It's <laughs> magical. It was a magical time. I have that on Blu-ray. Oh, you have Olympus. Yes. Oh, good for you. Thank you. That's nice. Do you have, nice. Do you have Angel? No. Do you have London? No. Because I don't buy. Were those that. straight to DVD? No, I saw London theatrically. I know. Angel saw London theatrically. Did you come with me for London? No, wait, no. We saw Angel together. All right. Third one. Third one. Uh, tracks. All right, carry on. Back carry to on. the actual new Gerard Butler film as we just <laughs> d- devolve this okay, entire so episode back into Gerard Butler. So, so. I do love Three Hundred. I'm not gonna lie. Like. <laughs> Tony's a big law-abiding citizen fan. Oh, law-abiding oh, citizens. Yeah. yeah, that one's not bad. Fuck's yeah. Sake. I just, I just, just remember like his rom-com days too. I just remember Ugly Truth. God. Yeah, there's, I, I think there's one good Gerard Butler rom-com. I want to say it's Ugly Truth. It's Ugly it's Truth. Not yeah. Good. <laughs> I rewatched that one. I just, I just love when he stabs the guy with the T-bone steak, the bone in uh, Law-abiding Citizen. Oh yeah. yeah. And 
he says something along the lines of like it's going to be biblical and i use that phrase i use that quote way too often i've heard you use that when you have to go to the bathroom that's usually what i use use (laughs) that's usually what i use it so i hope gerard butler is proud of me for that but just to make sure that everyone's clear the best gerard butler movie is den of thieves so you need to go uh, watch you know, that. Den of Thieves is good. I don't think I've ever seen Den of Thieves. I yeah. seen it David, like, just unplug your mic. I don't care about operating whatever it is. Mission Kandahar. Mission Kandahar. Go home. Watch Den of Thieves. Come back. Okay. And you guys are still going to be here? We'll still be talking about, yeah. yeah. We're not we have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't even got to the main content yet. We're, yeah. Holy fuck. Give me the five, like, the two-minute synopsis <laughs> on Operation Kandahar. Mission. Fucking Christ. <laughs> So it's called Mission Kandahar in Canada. In uh, the States, it's just called Kandahar. Sure. It's, uh, he's a, uh, CIA kind of like operative, like, like right. black site, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like disavowed, like you do. He's a, he's a ghost Got and it. he helps, he helps kind of with the, they blow up, um, uh, God in Iran. It's like a silo. Okay. It's like a nuclear silo. Sure. So he he helps blow it up. There's some blowback. He's on another mission in Afghanistan and uh, his cover's blown. So him and his interpreter, who is played by where is your name? I want to say it right. It's, he's played by Navid Negaban Negaban Neg Bon. And he played the Sultan in Aladdin, and he was uh, Abu Nazir on Homeland. If you ever watched that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's very good. Yeah, and kind of so they kind of team up, and they have to go on the run to go to a uh, like a, an abandoned airfield in Kandahar to get out. Cool. And basically, everybody in Afghanistan and their mother and their grandmother is trying to get them and kill them. Got it. So um, when they're actually like on the run, yeah, it's mildly enjoyable, but it takes about an hour of two hours to get to them being uh, on the run, and it's a lot of political nonsense. So 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 and just, so my dad would love it. He probably yeah, will. Okay, okay. And it's I'll, I'll it's just sure they introduce a lot of characters, and they all kind of like all of their agendas kind of blend together, right? And it's just kind of like. I just I I don't care about all the bad guys. I just sure. want to see fucking Gerard Butler kill some people. Yeah, and he's just very like I don't think they put any makeup on his face, so he oh. looks he looks a little haggard. Oh, <laughs> and like he's hard, he's like battle hardened, and he like he doesn't say anything funny. He's just very serious the whole mm. time. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a matter. Right. Like it's watch like it's like I would watch it again maybe, but. Yeah, I wouldn't rush out. It's that sounds like an uh, like an eleven o'clock movie where you're just trying to fall asleep Hell and you're like, yeah. you know what? Oh, you know what's on here? Mission yeah. Kandahar's on. We're gonna Mission throw Kandahar's that on. Yeah, here, yeah. yeah. yeah I think on. that that is that that's that's the way. worth a watch. Yeah. Worth yeah. a watch at eleven o'clock, or you know, you know, you 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 pass later. By, you pass by <laughs> showcase and it's playing. You just leave it on. You don't care about the commercials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty much it. And I hope you guys aren't holding it against me that I was doing really badly pronouncing that gentleman's name. No, it's fine. Don't, <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. fine. Do you? You it's all your good. truth, buddy. Yeah, right. it's all good. Just Abu Nazir, man. Abu Nazir. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm a big Mandy Patinkin fan. You know I watched Homeland. I do know you are. You love your Mandy Patinkin. You can't. You can't. You cannot. Um, anyway, so mine's not a meh. It's just another movie. 
Uh, second I best. Second best. I just want to talk about Blackberry. Cause I'm so happy you guys finally saw it. Holy fuck, is it good? Really? So good. Yeah. Super good. Super good. It's, is it is it framed as a biopic? Uh, is it framed as a biopic? Like, is it more about Jim Balsilli or is it more about the Blackberry product? It's more about Jim Balsilli and I'm blanking on Jay Baruchel's character name, the other founder of Rim or the real founder of Rim, I guess, Mike. Mike Lazaridis. Mike Lazaridis. Yeah. There you um, go. So it's really about like the start of Rim as a company in Waterloo and trying to get that funding, and then it. It's kind of like the rise and fall. Like there's like a whole yeah. segment that is very much them trying to get the money to get Rim off the ground. Right. Yeah. And finding out that it's severely in debt from the start. Like it was right. bad. Yeah. And then kind of cut to the world's first smartphone, how they're, how they're staying on top, what's going on now. Yeah. Cut to Apple has this new smartphone or has, is yeah. coming out with the iPhone and you're not making something. You're sticking to your guns. And you're yeah. making something that's definitely inferior and it's going to fall so, apart. So they do, they go cradle to the grave with it. They show cradle you inception the all the way to yeah. Rim no longer exists. Yeah, yeah. all the way, yeah. including all the stuff where, where, where fucking uh, Balsilli was, uh, was trying to get his fucking NHL team off the ground. And and Hamilton. That's, that's like the majority of what I know about Jim Balsilli yeah. is he was yeah. trying to get there's us a hockey a, team in Hamilton. There's, there's, a, a, there's a good, there's like the best part of the movie is probably him. In like the the room with the board, yeah, like a Gary Bedman, yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. I was I was all over that. I was actually really excited when that might have been a possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a there's a brief moment with him at Cops Coliseum trying to like negotiate the rights to cops, and that yeah. that was funny. And Melissa looked over at me and she was like, "Wait, did this actually happen?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. Actually, yeah. he almost got an NHL. It's, it's not that embellished. Yeah. No, it's, it's. I mean, I'm sure they, like they changed a few things in order to make it movie. But yeah. like, yeah, for the most part, it is just a straight cradle to the grave. Like this is, and like then I found out, or more recently, that it's when it's coming out on CBC in the fall. That yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be a, a mini series on CBC, and it's gonna be like extra long. And there's so much shit that they cut out. Oh, really? So they're gonna turn it into a? Oh, that'll be. I'll watch that version. I think because yeah, that sounds like yeah. it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure it'll expand on some of those because like it did yada yada over some periods of time where I think they could have like done a little bit more. But it was basically like at one point they were just like, and this Blackberry's out and this Blackberry's out. I'm like, I remember these models, but fuck, I couldn't tell you what they did. I miss my Blackberry bold. I love it. And I think they could have like expanded on the fact that like they secured a lot of government contracts. They focused on like they had like the consumer end, but like there was a lot of business and government contracts that they got. Yeah, because like the government basically ran on Blackberry during that era. It's true. And then, yeah, the entire and thing. Doug with, Ford still has Blackberries. Fuck. They're yeah. just making them just for him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, the entire thing with Apple, which, woof. Yeah. yeah. That part was that part was interesting. But Jay's never been better. Holy Jay, shit. Jay's oh, yeah. so, fucking so well good. acted throughout the entire Glenn's thing. Glenn's really good. Glenn yeah. Hampton crushes yeah. it. Just fucking up from Waterloo yeah. where the vampires hang out. Yeah. That's a seven out of ten. I'm pretty proud of that one. But he does it so well. He does it so well. (laughs) Fucking, I enjoyed Carrie Always in that. Yeah, and fucking Matt Johnson. Yeah, I was gonna say Matt Johnson was so good. Matt Johnson's great. For some reason, he was dressed as Matt Johnson. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was watching a YouTube video of him today reading Letterboxd reviews of Blackberry, and I was like. Are you wait? Do you stay in character to the DVD? He literally just had a like, bad day. That's, that's, yeah. that's him on a normal day. Like we we saw Fucking him at Tiff a couple of times. That's yeah. what he's wearing. Oh, oh man, because I wanted to go up and talk to him, but he was like very much like like didn't want to be disturbed yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a weird guy wow. um obviously fucking excellent and yeah if you if you hang out until the fall it's coming out as like a mini awesome. on CBC. i'll have to check that one out yeah 
I think it's on VOD now. It is on yeah. VOD now. VOD now. Yeah. But it's I'm, definitely worth the watch. I'm a little sparing on my biopics. They really got to be, you know, but that living through that in Canadian history, I think is pretty cool, actually, to be it's, able to. It's, it's like, just think of it. Don't even think of it as a biopic. Just think of it as like a heritage moment. Like maybe like. Yeah, one of those yeah, Canadian like, heritage yeah, moments, but like a two hour heritage out, moment. Yeah, yeah. The heritage moment, like the frame and just watch the whole thing <laughs> in the heritage moment. Frame. Put it around yeah. your TV and Dave, I think it. you're onto something there. That's <laughs> Yeah, like the way that they shot it, too, was very like office style sort of whip penny. Like they would just like you were never like cut directly to the conversation. It would be like someone, say someone would be it's like, like, like six. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Because you're like you're in the background and you're like watching fly on the wall almost. Fly yeah. on the wall type. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to find out. And it's fucking intense. Yeah. Like it's it like for insane. something you actually like have knowledge about, it's still pretty fucking intense. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to find out who played uh oh there it is. It was Michael Ironside. Oh movie. yeah. Holy Michael Ironside. Fuck. I love when Michael Ironside shows up in anything. Anything. Like, yeah. Like fuck, what did he show up? I think he was on was he on Barry? I think he was on Barry recently. Yeah. And he had yeah. the accent in that. And I was like, oh, it's yeah. Michael Ironside doing an accent. That's wild. <laughs> I love him. Anyway. Uh He's Barry. Go see it. Check it out. Wait for it. I don't care. Just check Just it out. Just at some point, get around to it. Yeah. You need to watch Blackberry. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, this time, I have a very special segment of things that Tony remembers being good. Oh, cool. I love this segment. That's my favorite. Your, your sidebar segment? My yeah. sidebar segment. For Go my on. Matt, I've picked a very uh, uh, interesting movie that's near and dear to my heart. Near and dear to my heart because Dave knows how much I loved this movie as a child. Wait, is it near and dear to your heart or is it like formerly near and dear to your heart? Uh, you hate it. No, I didn't. I wouldn't say I hated it this time. I just. Is it the big hit? I opened my eyes to it. You never know. Big hit might show up. (laughs) This one is called Deuces Wild. Deuces Deuces Wild. Wild. (laughs) Kivu Deuces Wild. Tony. Do you know what Deuces Wild is? No. Deuces Wild is a movie from 2002. That had that is basically a comic book convention full of that guy people. Oh, sure. Let me just run you by this, the cast of this movie. Oh, by the way, this movie is basically uh, West Side Story. It's oh, it's sure. beat, beat for beat. That you got these two rival gangs. They hate each other. the The sister of one of the rival gangs comes into town. Um, the brother of the other guy gang Caesar. They strike up a relationship. So it literally is West literally Side. Literally, like, sounds like West Side Story. West Side Story. Yeah. Is, is, does anyone walk down snapping? I was gonna say if there's not snapping, there's not, yeah. Um, what do we do? No, but they do meet at a park basically, and they got their chains, and they're all like going like this with their bare knuckles, and they're like fucking like dragging their baseball bat across the sure. fucking uh, like ground. an anchorman, like anchorman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much like anchorman. But let me run you by this cast boys can we, also, can we also just clarify that anything that is West Side Story is also just Romeo and Juliet. I was going to say, it's yeah, pretty so, sure it's just yeah. New Age Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. We're all on the same page. Yeah, we're all there, yeah. Okay, you ready for this? Steven Dorff is the lead. Then you got... That's a name. Uh, Feruza Bulk. Ooh. You got Brad Renfro. R.I.P. You got Norman Reedus as the big oh, bad. Wow. James loves Norman Reedus. I do Reedus. love Norman Reedus. I bumped into Norman Reedus at a Comic-Con. Uh, what did he say? Did he say anything? He just looked, took off his sunglasses and looked at me. His bodyguard was way too big. I wasn't going to say anything to him. Did you tell him he didn't need any fucking rope? I should have told him he didn't need any fucking rope. 
Uh, this other guy, his name is Max. I can't pronounce his last name, but he is the guy that turns in Johnny Depp in Blow. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. So he's a rat. And guess what kind of play- guy he plays in this movie? Is he a rat? He's a fucking <laughs> rat. Excellent. Typecast. Then you also got Drea DiMatteo from oh, uh, Sopranos. You also have Vincent Pastore from <laughs> Sopranos. And this one you'll get very excited for. Frankie fucking Munez is in it. Wow. And nice. Scooch. As Scooch. Great. And, oh, to round, and to round out that this cast, you also have Mel Rodriguez from Last Man on Earth. I love him. And Matt Dillon and James Franco. Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to lie. That's, Sorry, you're, uh, also, you're also just going to skip over Johnny Knoxville. I was about to say. And before <laughs> I, before I, finish, I think we're all just sitting here on Letterbox <laughs> reading everybody who's in this stupid movie. Johnny Knoxville's in the movie too. And like you won't even notice that it's him. I literally had to do a double take. Wow. But this are, are you not going to mention Michael Endoza? <laughs> you said 2002 on this one? 2002. <laughs> Michael Endoza? He played Louie. Oh, my God. Like, like, <laughs> oh, that guy! Yeah, Louie Louis gets it bad in that movie. They drop cinder blocks on his car. Oh, no. Yeah, poor Louie. Rip. Um... This movie is just a blast. It's a blast. Oh, Louis Lombardi's in this too. I love See, this guy. A who's who of I was like, Dave's guy. going home to watch. Yeah. yeah. Deuces Wild. Deuces yeah. Wild when he gets home. But I love this guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That, that guy. I know that guy. Gets it. Um, I feel like they all die, don't they? <laughs> a lot of them die. Yeah. There's a lot of death in that movie. Balthazar Getty? Yeah, Balthazar Getty. Oh, he gets it like a bitch too. <laughs> Deuce as well. Like, hey, everybody gets it like a bitch. I loved this movie when I was a child. It was one of my go-tos. I loved gangster movies, and this was like gangster to its core. It's... Was it, though? It's just not good. It's uh-huh. not good. The, the dialogue is so horrible. And, like, Frankie fucking Moon is in it, and he just wants to be a part of the gang. And he's, like, hanging around, and he's, like, the fact that Frankie Muniz went so far in this movie and he didn't die, he was like in constant drive-bys. <laughs> Just around when there's drive-bys going on and he survives. 2002, he would have been, that would have been like early days he was of a baby. Yeah, I was like, that would have been like even before yeah. Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Around the same time. Around the same time. Like he would have been yeah. young guns yet. But uh yeah, it's it's my Matt. I still found some some good some some goodness in it. There's some good scenes in it. The the fight scenes are very over the top and they're very uh they're exciting. And uh yeah, a whole lot of people die. Is Officer Kripke one of the characters? Officer Kripke. Is that his name? Officer Kripke. What's what, what what's the guy's name in West Side Story? You're the you're my West Side Story guy. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, fuck that. I was like, "What the fuck are you taking you back yet?" But when you go from when you when you when you put West Side Story on the screen and you put Deuces Wild, it's like it's beat for beat, man. I didn't realize in two thousand two because I obviously hadn't seen fucking West Side Story. Um, But there's your first problem. There's my first problem. But looking back on it, it's second and his third and his fourth. Yeah, beat for beat. Is it bad that I thought? The entire cast of the Newton Boys was also in this movie, because I swear to God, I assumed Skeet Ulrich was. In this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Norman Reedus. <laughs> I can see why you uh, you uh, had like, that mistake. Matthew McConaughey, Ethan Hawke, and Vincent D'Onofrio. That sounds like a banger. 
So you need to watch the Newton Boys next. All right, see where it lands. I got my uh, I got my homework for the next two weeks. Newton Boys, boys. All right, let's go over the worst. 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 I, I don't even have to go into this one a whole lot. Shotgun wedding. It was my worst. I, I was uh, shoehorned into watching that one as a light Friday night. You know, <laughs> let's just sit down as a family and watch a funny movie about a wedding. Wow. I, I almost walked out of a free movie. That uh, <laughs> that's that's fine. We were shoehorned into watching it for this podcast. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, that's that's time I'll never get back. You know, and 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 like normally, you know, Jennifer Lopez, you know, and Timothy Ollie, fantastic. You know, I can't go I wrong. It's Duo Mel. Sorry, it's the other one. Yeah, it's it's sorry. They're but I do interchangeable in my books. Yeah, and I love yeah. that you call him Ollie, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, it is Josh Duhamel. Sorry, it's the other one. He, uh, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. There was no, the chemistry was bad. The storytelling was, it should have been more entertaining and it just wasn't. It was yeah. just boring. It really wasn't. For a movie with, you know, having a wedding that goes up in flames and gets, you know, gangsterfied, like it should have been fun, you know. Yeah. More entertaining. Was not. But I'm not going to go off on a tangent on this one because that one, anybody who's seen it knows. You said free movie, you wanted to walk out of a free movie. On a scale of one to the devil inside, how bad is it? Ooh, because that was a movie I wish we walked out of. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think it was quite as bad as The Devil Inside. Like I said, my wife enjoyed it, so there was at least some takeaway from it, you know. Um, like one hair shy of The Devil Inside, oh. I'm going to say. Yeah, all right. That's that's a personal scale on that one. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I read an article about The Devil Inside recently. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Is it retconning it, saying it's the greatest film of all time? No, they were talking about how pissed off the audience was that uh. it ends on a website. <laughs> <laughs> go to this. Go to this random website to see more. Ew. And because yeah. we went to a, a, went to we a saw, yeah. preview screening, the website wasn't up yet. <laughs> Wait, is the website still up now? I don't know. I don't oh, know. What the it could be. Is. Yeah. I wonder. It, I don't think it looks like the Space Jam website. <laughs> well, no, nothing does. That's that's preserved in a time capsule for life. Um, yeah. Okay. Worst me. Oh no, Ted Two. Why did oh. you watch Ted Two? Yeah. So I watched Ted. I, I was just browsing Netflix as sure. I do, and Ted was there. I was like, I haven't seen Ted in forever. I seen Ted in forever. So either. I watched it. Not as great as I remember, but it was fine. It was passable. And then I was like, Oh, Ted Two's here too. I forgot. Have I seen this? I have seen it, and I forgot everything <laughs> immediately. Yeah. And I've pretty much forgotten everything since. I remember I remember seeing that in the theater and almost getting up and leaving after that it's opening so, fucking number at the beginning. It's so unbelievably bad. Like <clears throat> just like they just redo jokes from the first one that weren't good the first time and they yeah. just beat them like a dead horse. For some reason they uh they keep saying having this like reference where um if you look up anything on the internet, it always just comes up as black cocks and they just keep going back to that. And I was like, this wasn't fun. Like, this isn't this wasn't funny. funny the first time. Yeah. It wasn't funny the first seven times you did this, Seth. Like, why yeah. are you still going? Yeah. But there's a funny bit, which I really resonated with, where he's, uh, I guess, um, Mila Kunis was pregnant, so she couldn't come back. So they like retconned it. So she got divorced. They got divorced. Oh, um, so for some reason, Ted's on the computer on his laptop and it's just like a sea of porn. And they're just like yelling at each other about about the laptop. Yeah. And he's like, we got to destroy this. And they like go outside and like they destroy it in an alleyway. And he's yeah. like, OK, I think we're good. He's like, we're not done yet. And then they like go into like a lake and fucking bury it in the lake. And I was like, 
this is a family guy gag, but I love this gag. Yeah. This is hilarious. Well, that's what worked with the first one. That's that's why the first one worked is because I didn't think they could put family guy to live action. And yeah. sure enough, they pulled it off. Yeah. And yeah. you're saying how you forgot about it. I'm pretty sure all of the memorable moments I can think of from Ted, the Ted franchise are from the first movie. Yeah. I don't think I can remember a single thing about the second a movie series for Peacock. Really? Yeah. Which. I mean, all right. I don't I mean, know how many times we can we, watch that. We still say, Ayo, Kareem. I know. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say, we do uh, say you that. suck, Kareem. We also say, you're never really alone. <laughs> you're never <laughs> alone when you're with yeah. Christ. Yeah. You're, and I do <laughs> often, I do often think about that scene with him in the grocery store where he puts like the fucking hand cream on his oh, face. Yeah. And he's like, oh no, is that, is that the line? Is that, is that the line? Is that the line? I'm going to do something I call a dirty fog. <laughs> That first movie is still like it's still up there. You say it's not that great anymore, but look, no, it really, it really is. Yeah, like there are some really good lines, but like when like fucking creepy Giovanni come on, that's the best part. Like, like, like he fucking captures it or kidnaps him. Like that part's not as great. Keeps keeps calling him fucking Sinead (laughs) O'Connor. Oh no, she don't look so good. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna go home and watch Ted. But the yeah. other the other thing is like Ted Two is like it's about human like they're it's it's about him his right to be a person considered a yeah. person not property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was like, this is like this is really resonant, but like it's behind a bunch of common fucking yeah weird creepy Giovanni Ribisi jokes yeah. And like, there's a whole bit where like fucking like Marky Mark gets covered in jizz. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. There's a Tom Brady part too, isn't it? Oh yeah. They try to go jerk off Tom Brady because <laughs> they want, they want, they, they need it because Ted doesn't have a penis. Yeah. He wants a kid. So they're trying to get a sperm donor. They fuck it up with Marky Mark. So they want to go get, they ask Flash, um, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. And he's like, no, I like have nothing left because all I do is drugs. And then, um, yeah, they go, they break into Tom Brady's house to jerk off Tom Brady. Also, anytime I hear the song, I only want to be with you. I always just sing A-E-I-O-U. I can't. <laughs> it's so good. I thought you were just going to break into Shaboopy there. I thought it was Tom, Tom Brady and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Seth MacFarlane yet. Yeah. No. So Ted too. Not good. No, Don't remember no. much about it. No, it's funny. Though I'm also going to watch Ted now. You're talking about <laughs> yeah, it. I don't remember any of the scenes you're talking about. I know I've seen that movie at least once, and I, you're I, saying I, scenes. I I'm like theatrically, yeah, I don't. It's I don't so remember bad. those scenes. It's so yeah. unbelievably bad. All right, Tony, give me a worse since I have nothing left in my tank. Um, another favorite side segment of mine: uh, movies that Tony watches at 3 a.m. that has Nicolas Cage in it. You need to adjust oh, your schedule, schedule homie. <laughs> always Ghost Rider. This one is a movie that is a ghost rider. It's not ghost rider. It's a ghost rider. Ghost rider would never be in the worst. (laughs) Okay, maybe spirit of adventures or whatever the fuck that is. Uh, This one is something that uh, the three of us, minus James, saw at Midnight Madness at TIFF one year. Can you guess what it is? We've seen a lot of things. Yeah. My, my with, Nicholas, with Nicholas Cage. Oh, we have seen Cage. a number. Oh. We've still seen a number of movies with Nicholas Cage. Was it, the, was it the H.P. Lovecraft one? It no. was not. This one is the worst one that we've seen. No, give it to me. I'm, I'm not going to get it. It's a film called Dog Eat Dog. Oh, fuck. 
I don't know how it could be that bad. Like William <laughs> Defoe's in it, and it's directed by Paul Schrader. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Doggy dog. Yeah, I don't men- fucking the, remember this the movie. The only memory- I, I don't remember anything about it. I just remember it looked very experimental. And I remember he, oh, couldn't, it's experimental. he couldn't come. So they had a, a message from him. And he was like with a glass of wine. And like yeah, he was in like cruising wine country. I remember that. Right. We were really disappointed yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, so the only memory I've had of this movie was the beginning when Willem Dafoe just brutally like guts a mother and her child. Oh, right. Um, as you do. As you do. Uh, and then whatever I thought was the movie. Yeah. But uh, after watching it, I finally realized that I actually passed out about half an hour into that movie. Right. And whatever I remember yeah. was what I was actually dreaming during that movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Because I thought I hallucinated that movie and yeah. none of what I hallucinated was actually in the film. Oh, that, was, that was color out of space. You yeah, were hallucinating during that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much to really say about this movie. Like, it's not as bad as some people may be led to believe. Like, right. Willem Dafoe is still fucking certifiably unhinged. Um, Nicholas Cage that's is... Willem Dafoe that's Willem Dafoe day. on and on a great day it does feature a great cameo by paul schrader <laughs> um and nicholas cage is nicholas cage um but this movie how is how could it be bad how could it be bad but it's bad it's bad um and like the fucking ending just goes out into this fucking dreamlike sequence that plays out for an extended 15 minutes even though that like you already know what happened right um uh, spoiler alert i just want to let everybody know nicholas cage gets caught but because a cop gets killed the cops are like a little bit mad with him so they handcuff him to uh the door handle of the the of the car and they just do donuts oh. around a fucking dirt thing while dragging nicholas cage sure yeah that sounds that's violent yeah that's that's, that's violence sounds- yeah, why would you do that to Nicolas Cage? Right, um, and like they had this little side thing where he's like, he looks like a young uh, Humphrey Bogart, and he says that to somebody, and then at the end it comes in because he starts acting like Humphrey Bogart, and like he like robs somebody, and they're like, oh, you kind of sound like that guy from the fifties, you know, what's his name? And then he's like, oh, Humphrey Bogart. Why? All That's right. random. So what Point. you're saying is Paul Schrader called Willem Dafoe called Nicolas Cage, said he had a vague idea for a movie, and then just told them the the bare thread, and then said, I'm going to make it experimental. Go. Yeah. All right. Fun. Pretty much. Cool. And that was Doggy Dog. Cool. I watched Renfield. It was not, not very good. You're right. Yep. Yep. But yeah. Excellent. That's all Excellent. I got. Cool. Do you yep. have a shutter minute for us? Tomorrow? I also have a shutter minute for you guys. Cool. Very you want to keep excited. it to a crisp two minutes for everybody? Uh, I'm going to do my best. Yeah, well, let's get fucking best. weird. Can let's, we get too weird? Yeah. Well, I mean, have we not been we weird this, this whole is, time? Yeah. Let's just, just get weirder. I was just quoting Ted and you guys were dying laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. All right. Let's get some weirdness. Evil lurking deep inside, its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the Shudder Minute. (laughs) Go. All right. This Shudder Minute is brought to you by the film called Influencer. And the letter C. And the letter C, obviously. Excellent. Uh... 
pretty standard. This movie is about a um, an it's about an influencer named Madison. Go uh, Go she ahead. finds this. She's she's struggling. She's backpacking um, alone. Uh, her boyfriend ditches her on a trip that they plan together. There, there, she's there by herself. She meets this girl named CW, and uh, things get weird. Cool. Like, like her name's CW. Mic drop. All right. Like yeah, her name's CW. Like they just call her like, hey, C Dubs. Yeah. Is she a network full of like teen romance nah, shows? She's just uh, one letter away from no. having an aardvark for a brother. I was about to say, is it like D? Is it like? Fucking Arthur. Thank you. Like, oh, he was, you guys went that way with it. I went like the CW, you know, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. The woman that plays CW is actually named Cassandra Nod. Uh, James, you might recognize her because she's from The Descendants. And I know you watched that with uh, your daughter. I have seen The Descendants. I would be lying if I said I knew who, which character that was. Yeah. Is, is she I don't one, watch them that close. Is, is she one of the... Uh, She's not Mal or Evie, so I'll, I'll, I know who is those she ones Ursula's are. Ursula's daughter is she? No, that's Uma. I know who that one is too. <laughs> James, like I said, I summed it. Up, I summed it up for you because if I say anything else about this movie, it will completely ruin it. Right. Um, I will what is say it good. Um, Melissa liked it. Sure. One to nocebo. One to nocebo. Yeah, no, we course. have a new bar now. We have a new bar now. Uh, bone Bone Woman. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Sarah the Bone Woman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it supplanted nocebo. Yeah. So on a scale of one to nocebo bone woman, um, it's it's under. It's under. It's less under. than. Less than. It's still just it's under, or like, is it five out of nocebo bone it, woman, or uh, is it one we should watch? It's definitely one you should take. A, you you should you should check out only because um, it completely bananas. it completely flips the narrative twenty minutes into the movie. Huh. Was so well, that fair. random Allison Williams movie I watched on Netflix? God, the one, on the it. one with the one with the the violin. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It doesn't do. It doesn't so much do a 180 like that. It does. It just completely switches the narrative. It completely switches the narrative. Like it go. It's going in one direction, and then something happens. Credit scene because this is one of the movies where the credit scene comes in 25 minutes into the movie, um, and it goes in a completely opposite fucking direction, a direction that you weren't anticipating. You got me hooked. Yeah, I'd watch it that. It's interesting. Huh? It's definitely it's definitely yeah. interesting. It has a couple good. It has a good good moments and stuff, but it doesn't really stick the landing like Nocebo, and it definitely doesn't stick the landing like Bone Woman. The movie I'm talking about is The Perfection. The Perfection. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, it's not. It's not yeah. as crazy as that. I think The Perfection kind of takes the cake for. Uh, yeah, seen The Perfection. No, I haven't. Oof. I've seen, I've heard of it though. I haven't <laughs> seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah good a, one. Yeah, that was a good one. It's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. a journey. It's exactly what he's describing, like yeah. a, like yeah. a one eighty in the middle of the movie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was my sh- Shutter minute. I'll take that. Yeah, take I, that. I summed I summed it up pretty pretty well. It was you, you fucking guys. Who, I, like, I didn't <laughs> say anything about that. You were you were great. It was only a, a three minute and twenty three second Shutter minute. So that's uh, a plauso, a plauso. Right. Want some ASMR can? That's for our ASMR fans. There's not many of them, but there's one or two. They exist. Uh, let's talk about some main shit, yeah? Yes. I think we've talked enough. I'm oh, getting sidetracked. Yeah, this, this is what happens when we bring friends to this podcast. Yeah. It's it's true. True. I had a different a different level of chemistry. It's a, a catalyst <laughs> that nobody's prepared for. No, it's, 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 it's our guest problem. We always we just get sidetracked because all we want to do is just talk movies with you. Yeah, that's, that's the best I, I would, you know, it's if, if it's a four hour, you know, if it's a special edition, seasonal four hour, you know, holiday <laughs> edition. Two parts. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, 
segue. What a good segue. I love that. Thank you. Thank that was you. good. I love that. that was a good. That was a good yeah. segue to Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. I've caught myself with that title eight thousand times. Yeah, I keep swapping it for Inside or Into because I'm so used to Into because they didn't change much. It's true. I keep thinking the next one's called like Below the Spider-Verse. Across in in into the Spider-Verse. Into across the Spider-Verse. It's across beyond and then beyond, beyond. I think beyond, yeah yeah yes. So spoiler alert. It's not really much of a spoiler, but yeah, it does end on a cliffhanger. Well, it does end on a cliffhanger and there is going to be a part two. So let's just preface so, it with that. Correct. And I think, and, and more to, I think what, what, what James is trying to get at as well is like, uh, minus maybe the three of us who are chronically online. Um, they did a pretty shitty fucking job explaining that it was, this was a part one of two. The first trailer did. And I will give it that. The first trailer at the very end was like across the Spider-Verse and then they stamped the giant part one. That's because they were calling it a part one at that point. Correct. And then they kind of dropped that. But I think that messaging kind of got lost afterwards that it was going to be a two-parter. We knew it because of that beginning one. But if you missed that, and I think that that's that's kind of where. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of James and I were talking about that when I came in. Um, you know, I, I tried to stay a little bit cleaner on the trailers and the, you know, I saw the character posters and, and that kind of thing. So I knew how they were going to go about introducing some new, some new characters, but, uh, I was expecting a full story, um, yeah. which somewhat get, I mean, it is a full story with a question mark, you know, and, and that kind of left me, I, you know, I was a few seats away from Tony in the theater there. And immediately after the credits started rolling, I got up and went over and sat beside him and said, what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> And uh, we immediately got into talking about that and how that uh, was a bit of a shock to both of us. And that really grinds your gears. It grinds my gears. Well, and to that, you know, I I'll I'll be honest, I don't see a whole lot of movies in theaters. And this was an exception, you know, because I wanted to come on to the podcast and and wanted to see a movie actually when it's relevant, as opposed to eight months later, once everybody's seen them already. And uh, so it was it was exciting to be able to see it right off the bat. But then uh, to now know that I have to wait. X amount of months yeah, to see the, the conclusion. Yeah. 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 Sorry. We were all looking at the camera. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Listening to everything, but it was, I was hoping okay. hanging on every word. I was hoping somebody wasn't coming up behind me. I was a little, little worried there, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. The, the good thing is, yeah, it, it's only 10 ish months away from you getting to the next one or let's just call it a year away from a year, yeah, the, yeah. the conclusion of it. And, and to your point too, like it's, it's very much uh, there are some complete arcs in here or at least some good character development arcs that you can kind of follow. But the main story is definitely a part one of two. Like it's nothing main story wise is resolved in this. Not, not yeah. giving anything away, just kind of saying we're calling it what it is. It is a part one of two. So as a disclaimer, it is a part one of two. I think it's less egregious than Fast X was. Oh yes, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like it ends at a de- way more. Like it ends at a decent yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't. This wasn't. Oh, the damn bro. Cut to credits. The fuck. Yeah. Like, but even. Yeah. But even. But even still, like it. Like, I don't know if you guys will agree with me, but it kind of returns to Kings itself towards the end because there was like at least like four spots where I counted where it's like. That's a good ending. That's a good yes, ending. Yes, they did. And then they just keep they 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 just keep not sure going. what storylines that they yeah. wanted. Like they, they felt like they kind of had to like yeah. put all the storylines in the right spot first yeah. before they ended. Yeah, that was a little odd. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I think I think my only issue, like I was fine with where it ends and stuff, and yeah. I'm fine. I knew it was a part one, so it didn't bother me as much. 
And I think that's the only flaw in the movie is that it's not the full, it's not a full story. Yeah. Because other than that, holy shit. I would, that's what I was going to say. Other other than that, which was a major blue ball in what I would consider some of the best movie sex in my life, you know, like that was a great visual experience. I wouldn't say it's a blue ball. That was just some prime edging. That's, I'll call it edging. Edging (laughs) is the textbook. Yes. You know what definition? Textbook edging. That's edging. Yeah. So it, yeah. Otherwise, it looked unreal. Holy like shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Holy. I literally shit. said as we were walking away, I said, "How could you render a movie like that? I feel like you'd hit render and you got to walk away for like three months." Yeah, mm-hmm. easily. Because the amount of effects, the amount of yeah. staggering. It's, it's fucking gorgeous. Finally, a multiverse movie that shows us multiple multiverses. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not just like yes. a hint of the multiverse. No, you're no. in the fucking you're multiverse. In yeah. yeah. And you're in so many different versions of the multiverse. Like Mumbai, Mumbai Hatton, right? Is that what it's Mumbai, called? Yeah. Mumbai, Mumbai, yeah. Mumbai, yeah. Like, you're in that. Mumbai was great. You're yeah. in with Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Like, or Spider-Woman. I thought she was Spider-Gwen, but they keep calling her Spider-Woman, too. Well, now because Jessica Drew is Spider-Woman, right? So Spider-Gwen yeah. is different. Spider-Woman is Jessica Spider-Gwen Drew. Is Spider-Gwen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, her entire world looked different, too. Yeah. Like, Everything looked different and it was incredible yeah. how they like literally took the characters out of their worlds, but they still look the they same and like they still, they still, they still their world the same way. Yeah. What's his, what's his nuts from uh, punk, punk, spider punk, yeah, spider punk. Yeah. Spider punk. Like, like, Fantastic. Around the clash, the clash time. style writing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. He's very anarchist and very like, Oh, he's fucking great. Daniel Kaluuya with Daniel his, Kaluuya, his, man. uh, with his actual accent. I didn't actually realize it was him until the end. Like, like his proper accent. It was fun going through the cast listening afterwards and yeah. seeing who did all the voices i picked a handful out i was qu- a little proud of myself with a handful that i picked out yeah andy samberg doing his best oh that's cage yeah. that was perfect yeah scarlet spider scarlet, scarlet spider yeah. yeah yeah it was i i watched the first one just before and i remember how much i loved the first oh. one like i went into the first one with yeah. him and i was like eh, it's gonna be a spider-man movie and i was blown away by yeah, it man and this one i was like blown away even further where yeah. i was like i'm just gonna keep sitting i'm just gonna buy the seat again and i'm just gonna watch it again yeah <laughs> that was it was definitely like a roll it yeah that was another uh, everything everywhere for us where we walked out and the yeah. first thing i was just roll like it. fuck i just kind of want to watch it again like it's just so well done and so yeah. well composed yeah. and you can look pat like if i understand why you're mad about the ending but like i can look past it like it's fine it's and we, we kind of talked about that earlier on i guess the frustrating part is that seems to be starting to be the standard or the expectation with movies is that there's they're going to break them up i think it's more my frustration with that standard than this movie particularly uh, maybe the fact that i was I think part of it is disappointment in the fact of how invested I was in that story. And I wanted to see a conclusion, you know, it was genuine emotion, not upset at the filmmakers, but in the fact that I am upset that I have to wait time to see the conclusion to it. Correct. And I feel like because of the way this one ends, as as I agree with you, it is a very solid film and I love it. It's rock solid. But if for whatever reason, and I don't think it will. But if Beyond the Spider-Verse doesn't stick the landing, it's going to soil this one. That's fair. And like that's that's the but only thing. They're kind of hedging their bet on it, which I'm I'm sure given the confidence and like the, I, I still what like Matrix one reloaded. Pretty, I still like Back to the Future too. Yeah. I right? guess. Just because the third ones aren't very good. I still like both of those movies. Yeah. 
But they weren't part one of two. The they were originally. Yeah, I, I guess they kind of were. But based, like, I like the two like, towers. Like so, Matrix, right, Reload, Matrix Reloaded ends with a to be continued. Yeah, literally. But yeah. they both end with to be yeah. continued. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's just before and, they called it a part one. Right. Mm-hmm. And like Mission Impossible Dead Reckonings coming out oh, this yeah. summer. And it's a part one. Well, at least that's very clear that it's a part one. But, but hopefully can, it's a standalone yeah. story. But even to all of that. We we've been growing up on fucking MCU True. movies where they fucking where Thanos shows up in the Avengers in 2012, but we don't get his arc until 2018. So ten months, Crimea River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's fine. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, but they also had a lot more content in between there that filled in the gaps, right? And that was uh, building a a universe at that yeah. point. Whereas this kind of it's they're already established the universe. They're saying here here's here's what we see. You're they just made a big. They made it bigger. Yeah, yes. they did. They no, no, they did exactly what the sequel yeah. is supposed to do. I just mean, yeah. like, I, my, 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 the whole thing is just that if, if the third one doesn't stick the landing properly, it, it will kind That's of paint it. But otherwise, I, love I can't it. see, like you said, I can't see it happening. I can't it's, see it happening. Like, even if it has like a subpar ending, like I'm sure it's still going to be great. No, as long as it continues from this, like as long as it doesn't fuck up right in the beginning and fuck up. No, I don't think it two, will. then we're good. I don't think and where they're starting off is going to be real yeah. strong. Like they're going to be able to yeah. hit the ground running and do yeah. a really powerful couple hours of. I, I, yeah. Yeah. More than a little. Just, I think I think some of like the timings a little weird because they're like, oh, you're dead. Oh, oh, this is going to happen in two days. Yeah. And like the way it ends yeah. is like it's like 12 hours away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was a little iffy on that. And but. Like just, I loved the way they blended the animation. I loved the oh, score. It's still good. And I really, really love how they make Spider Gwen and Miles Morales both outsiders who are who don't who don't quite like. Yeah. They don't know how to be like. Like they're outsiders, and they have different feelings, and then that whole stuff with like canon and the existentialism of the canon yeah and the fact that, that was, that was cool. already gone through hers and i thought that was incredible yeah for a fucking yeah. animated like it's not a children's film but it's geared towards yeah. children as a as a right? as just a note for our listeners at what at uh do we are we calling this whole thing just spoiler territory i'm trying time? not to i'm trying not to as well but i, I think we like can we're... keep dancing okay i think we'll we can keep dancing, dancing. all right yeah. But I like the existentialism of the whole canon and that they call it the canon. I think that's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. very it felt very meta that way, you know. It's, they talk about the canon as in it's not just, you know, oh, canon the for the canon, movie, the but it is canon. that's Spider-Man yeah. canon to anybody who knows Spider-Man yeah. as a character, right? It's, yeah. you can't undo it that. Is. It yeah, just it is. It just is. Yeah. yeah. And I think like that that whole arc that Miles Morales goes through also speaks to him being black and Puerto Rican. Like sure. the otherness of that yep. and how different he is as a character, as a human uh, and as a character versus fucking Tom Holland and fucking Andrew Garfield and yeah. Toby. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How different his sure. experience is. And I think that that's great. And I think it's a great message for those, for those individuals who have gone through that, who have not. Yeah. Who don't see themselves in fucking Toby Maguire? Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I just, I really fucking loved it. Yeah. I really fucking loved it. I did too. Um, were your because I, I kind of asked them just before the show, and I'm just curious, and we'll just air it out here of just a, a thing. Uh, how was your sound mix? Uh, the beginning was iffy. The rest Same. was fine. Yeah. 
What did but you see? What did you her, see? Her it with in? the drums. That was iffy. It was really. You couldn't hear a word she was saying. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of words in, but it was iffy. Yeah. What did, um, what did you see it in, Dave? I saw it in Limax. Limax? Oh, shit. And so I. 3, uh, 3D or in regular? It was in regular Limax on a fucking PA day. So there were just so many kids. So many there. kids. Oh, man. So many kids. And they kept getting up and down. And I was like, this is getting irritating. But I, I, I got through it because I was really into the fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I did I did 10:30 at night regular and it was fucking packed. I'm not surprised. And uh, well it was also the PA day too, so I'm yeah. sure that kind of contributed to the factor but uh uh it got a standing ovation. Oh yeah, people were clapping at the end. Yeah. People were clapping. Yeah, yeah we had, we had a few few claps during ours as well. Oh, I mm-hmm. ours was like roarous fucking cheers in mine. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. It was like was this a TIFF premiere? Where the fuck am I? Like it just it does something like you're expecting something and it's totally different again. Mm-hmm. It completely like flips the narrative on yeah. what you were expecting. Yeah. Just like the first one did. Yeah. Absolutely. And like the only sorry, I did have another issue. Spider-Man Noir wasn't anywhere to be found. I he was there. He was there, but he wasn't and Nick Cage wasn't talking. <laughs> Neither was Spider Pig. Nah, I know. Well, you heard Mulaney say something. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed for part two. Yeah, that he yeah. that he comes back. Yeah, yeah. And I need more with the spider cat too. Oh yeah, spider That's cat. Anything with spider cat, I'm sold. Yeah. We were so we were talking about the alleged spinoff. We were trying to figure out what we thought the alleged spinoff might be. And I think we've landed on well, it, without giving too much away. I don't want to spider cat and and another little spider person that shows up that's relevant to the story. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 I can get, I can get, yeah, yeah, we weren't sure about that, but still trying to dance around spoiler territory. Yeah. 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 I I would have thought it would have been a spider Gwen movie, but this was very much a miles and spider. Yes. Yeah. yeah, They definitely leaned into her character a lot more, which I thought was cool. She felt like a sporting character in the first one. And I thought she's like, she's a fucking full blown. Yeah. Yeah. This one. It's also some speculation going around just because of the way that they like colored her world that she might actually be trans. Yeah, which is yeah. Oh, that would be kind of a yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. It's an interesting take. I don't think it's going to come to fruition. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. But but just the way that yeah, the way the character plays out in her journey, I can see why. Yeah. And like the the abstract coloring. Yes. Yeah. I can see why. Because it seemed like really specific color choices, which was like, oh, that's interesting. And it was always that way in her world. I, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I saw something on uh, I think it was Twitter that they compared her world to like Cinderella, mm, and like little, yeah. the way the the color palette of when Cinderella's uh, dress is getting ripped up by her evil sisters and stuff. Yeah, it's very much like uh, the word I'm looking for. Homage. An homage, yeah, to that yeah. specific scene in Cinderella. And they did like the color yeah. um, comparisons between yeah, yeah, that yeah. scene and that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what plays out. But like, there was very yeah. deliberate choices that were being made in there, which was there was deliberate just, choices the whole way yeah. through. Yeah. Um. How do How do we feel about Spot? I I love I love Schwartzman. So do I. I love Schwartz <laughs> unabashedly. Love yeah. Schwartzman. He was he was decent as Gideon Graves, so I knew he was going to be fine as the Spot. Yeah. Who did you think it was? I'm not going to lie. For the first like half of the movie, I was fairly confident that was David Spade. Because <laughs> it totally like some of the lies he said, I'd listen. He was like, yeah, David Spade is spot. It's pretty good. And I was like, that wasn't David Spade. Like, oh, now it makes sense. Schwartz yeah. Board. Short shorts. Mate. Yeah. Schwartz. Yeah. Gideon Graves himself and all that. So I thought, you know what? I, I liked how they set him up as kind of this silly side villain. And then that actually, well, 
fueled him for yeah the I, I i like the idea that that was kind of a uh an interesting the meta again yeah, the, again the meta right yeah. it's um yeah it doesn't take itself too seriously but it's it's got a lot of serious points to it and it's yeah. very uh to your, i liked i like your take on the uh the identity side of it dave i really wasn't yeah. watching it through that lens but now thinking back like that yeah. attracts you know the whole the whole parents yeah. and, and that kind of thing it's uh and it ties into the bigger the bigger story that working through his character well like who is he right like who is. who are you kind of thing are you yeah yeah and like not belonging not well that's a right there's a big big arc there yeah and to your point dave there's a part in the trailer that really hit me and it hit me twice as hard when i saw it in the theater uh it's the part um when he's getting chased by all the Spider-Mans. This isn't obviously a spoiler because it's in the fucking trailer. Spider-People. Spider-People. Spider-Folk. Uh, Spider-Folks. Spider they weren't even all people. There was, there was a good hand, handful of animals. Yeah. Variations spider of spider, spider. Um, There's a line in it that he goes, all, all you guys are telling me how my legacy is supposed to be and how my story is supposed to be. And I'm just like, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, and he goes on. And was yeah. like, that was badass. That was a badass yeah. part. Yeah. Bad, like that. Read yeah. that resonates with me of the fact that you're being told what you have to do and what your expectations. Life is expectations. Yeah, expectations. What your life is supposed to be, and this guy, this kid, and just, the meta ness of what we're expecting from a Spider Man movie. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like you know what? No, fuck that. No, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna do my own thing, right? Yeah. And it, it hit that that part in the trailer. It, I I kept watching, rewatching it, rewatching it, rewatching it. And then it, when it happened in the movie, it just it's it's so powerful. Hammers that point home. Yeah, speaks to what uh, these guys are doing with Spider Man. They're literally they're they're reinventing it. Um, Phil, I'm talking about Phil Lore and and Chris Miller. Uh, they're reinventing it and they're throwing expectation to the wind and they're just doing what they want to do. Well, and I think that's one of the things I said to you immediately when we came out of the theater was, you know, you could tell it's made by people who love the movie, love the source material. They love all the characters and like every iteration of Spider-Man. I, I I will love to go back to that movie and just freeze frame and see how much I can pick out. Yeah. Um, you know, that that to me, seeing there's how many so were in the background, in the oh, background so many that they're that, that are great jokes. And like there's yeah. like a, there's like yeah. a cross promotion for the fucking game in the middle of the movie. Yep, that was that, great. It's, yeah. just, yeah, it's, it's really subtle. Yeah. Right. I love how subtle it was with some of the different references as opposed to an MCU movie where they would stop and fucking play the old X-Men fucking theme song when Patrick Stewart comes out. Yeah. Yeah. little ham fisted. It worked, but it was yeah. ham fisted. Yeah. Also big shout out to Issa Rae. Oh, yeah. She was and, great. Uh, and, and people were pissed off that she's pregnant and she's on the motorcycle. <laughs> like, well, it's she's a, a bad. She's a badass. She's a badass who could do whatever the fuck she wants. An animated fucking movie. And she's got to yeah. settle the fuck down. It's fine. Uh, and also Karen Sony. Oh, yeah. I loved him. As uh, Sp Spider-Man India. Correct. Yeah. As Spider-Man yeah, India. Yeah. I love him as a character. I love uh, him as an actor. I love, yeah. He's, he's a great just, actor. His, his, yeah, I love him. He's the, he's yeah. the guy who plays Gold, Goldpinder in Deadpool, right? Yes. Depender, yeah. yeah. Depender. Yeah. Depender. Yeah. And also, and also our boy Brian Tyree Henry coming back. I love that man. I didn't realize that's who that was, too. Paper oh, and Paperboy. Paperboy. Paper Gotta get that Paperboy. Yeah. All right. And Mahershala comes back. Oh, man. Mahershala. In those flashbacks. Like, great. Like, yeah. Can't keep can't keep Mahershala out. And I guess we can talk about Oscar Isaac. Oh yeah, well he was in the last one too. Oscar Isaac's really yeah. fucking good in this. Yeah man, like he's fucking intense. You know, actually, Oscar Isaac. As, as a thing, I I was uh when when he showed up on screen, I was like, oh well yeah, he showed up in the in the last one too briefly. 
But in this one, more so, I was just like, oh, man, I remember I used to collect Marvel cards, like the trading cards back in oh, the day. Yeah. And I had a Spider-Man 2099. And it was yeah. always one of my personal favorite ones that I owned just because like it just the art of 2099. looks. Oh, it's so always one of the coolest looking. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I love that it was like they still had the sketch marks on, yeah. on him in the movie. I yeah. thought that was really fucking cool. Did I miss a part in the first one where he shows up? Am I? Is it like the end credits? Like, oh, does he show up in the credits? Oh, okay, all right. I'll have to yeah, go back and rewatch up, that. He shows up in like a post-credit scene and then they do that goofy fucking, the, the Spider-Man, like, the oh, they do the meme they thing. The the yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and they, which which they do a lot. They, they do, do, yeah. They do it a that's lot. Extreme version in this. Book. I, I giggled. Yeah, yeah. it's. But again, also, I someone, someone also pointed out as a as a throwaway gag thing, and hopefully people who haven't seen it and go watch it can actually point it out to me and see if it is there. But apparently the the Spider Man popsicle is also chasing after him oh, in the scene. Oh my! <laughs> it's just in the background. That's amazing. Chasing him. They have like spy, Spider Cop is there, yeah. and fucking the one with the bag on his head is there. Also, like, the horse and the horse web slinger. Yeah. <laughs> magical. It, yeah, it's. I just love that it. It just feels natural. Yeah, it just feels natural. And when they're when they're playing around with the expectations and the canon, and that whole explanation. Yeah. It didn't feel. Yeah. It felt. It still felt natural. It didn't feel like they were just like, "Hey, we can do this, so we're doing it." Yeah. You know what? Now uh, to call back to something you said earlier too, it feels like probably the cleanest movie with a multiverse you know yeah, like it's fine it feels like they actually got the i feel like a lot of movies have been dancing around the idea of a, a multiverse recently um and this is the first one that i really feel like was clean you know it made sense they didn't have to really i was a big fan of that movie you know what i i, I don't go see movies twice in theater this actually might be one that i'd want to see on the big screen again because i've watched into the spider-verse on the small screen probably 10 times with amelia yeah. she loves that movie and uh, it that just one was a sleeper hit, though. Oh, yeah. Like, it did not make that much money when it came out. And then, like, people finally saw it and went, oh, shit. And it's like, yeah, where the fuck it's is it? Yeah, because they were just like an animated Spider-Man movie. Eh. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's fucking it's off the chain. Meanwhile, yeah. it's top tier Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. It is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I remember like, trying tier. to convince Melissa to go see the first one with me. And she's like, no, this looks awful. Like, I'm not going to like it. We saw it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we I, blind bought it. Fuck yeah. I blind bought it when it came out because uh, don't leave them hanging. I blind bought it when it came out to watch <laughs> yeah, with my daughter because I had heard such good things about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was such not disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great film. And yeah, this one great so great i already have great. like i have plans to see it again um my girlfriend's going to india for three weeks but then when she comes back immediately do it. it i don't do it up. i don't care there was also like so many jokes when they were in mumbatin mumbatin uh that were jokes that like she's made to me and i was just like sitting there with a shit-eating grin on my face because like, this is so fucking funny like it's all anyway i just really want to see it again so i'm waiting but i'm going it's happening oh no, it's fair it's fair and just what they can do with the animation is mm. stunning. Limitless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's Limitless. no. Yeah. Limitless. And you can't rep, you can't replicate no. this. Like Marvel's no. going to try really hard with their fucking secret invasion and all their other bullshit multiverse no, stuff. They can't even. And they've pushed that. They can't. They just touch it. A, and, and just in the way that they presented it, but also in the style that they've done this in, like the animation tech that they've used. It's incredible. Like Stunning. the first one, great. And so much of that is in here, but it's like expanded in so much more ways. And like, it's oh, fuck. It's gorgeous to look at. Well, even comparing, you know, the his let's call it his his 
fight with spot in in the streets there yeah uh how he's opening portals all over the place and they're fighting back and forth like they've kind of already done that with you know infinity war and they, they've done the whole portal fighting and this that and the other thing they did in first doctor strange that kind of thing and it it looks so much better like it works so, so much better much in spider-man better. in, in, yeah, a, in right. a way that i wasn't even I was like, okay, it's just another portal fight, and but wow, it was so good. Different ways, and yeah, it works. It and really, it just, really works. And it speaks to that animation isn't just for kids. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Tearing down the walls between uh, serious filmmaking not necessarily have to be live action anymore, right? Yeah. You've got some serious contenders in the in the animated field now that I mean, for they always had them, but they're a little they're a lot they're a little more mainstream. Yes, they're they're, they're a lot yeah, more yeah yeah. yeah. It's got some clout behind it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I and award just, nominations, I, you know. Why, so. why are we Why are we still here? Let's go. Why aren't we, going, why aren't we just going to see Spider-Man why don't we go see now? It? Yeah. It's, it's, it's 11. I'm sure they got a screening going on right now. I don't now. give I'll a fuck. I'll go see it again. Fuck yeah. I wanted to listen to go. She, like didn't, did. she didn't want to, but like. Oh man, no. It's, I'm it's, sure TikTok's going to tell her to go. So. Yeah. Not just us. Absolutely. Tony, speak. You've just been looking at me like fucking glaring. You got nothing to say? Nothing. We've already said we've already said what we gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. Tony's happy. Tony's recommending big two thumbs up from Tone. Yeah, pretty much. Uh my only gripes about it was uh it didn't need to be two and a half hours. And uh the op- the opening was uh, yeah, there could have been some trimming. Yeah, there, yep. should, there could have been some trimming for sure. And uh I was a little bothered by them purposely planting seeds just so you can get to the next one. Like mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of fast X. Um hmm. But, but done better. Less, less egregious. Less yeah. is le- exactly what Dave said. Um, and they didn't have to retcon an entire villain into this one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I like how they did that. That was that was yeah. that was well done. It was the first one. Still, for me, is damn near untouchable. Yeah. But um, I like how they reinvented here. Sure. And they, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So. Subverts. 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 Subverts your expectations. Yep. For sure. And it still feels like a fucking comic book. Yeah. Exactly. And I, it's very much a comic book. I was going to say, I, I thought the first one had a little bit more of the comic book vibes to it. I know that this one, they maybe just in the storytelling. Yeah. yeah, I think. Um, but this one, yeah, it was, it worked fine the way they did it the, the same way. But uh, the first one felt more like the, 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 called the speech bubbles, the, the little, captions in it you know there was there was a lot going on in this one but some of them i think were a little too quick like i was missing where they'd come up with their little reference bubbles of what certain things were you know some of those were a little quick but uh but i still they brings you to that comic book side of the theater oh yeah the perfect we were on the left side of the theater yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Yeah, trying to i I don't think i could have it other than like you said length and the fact that i was a little edged by the ending sure um that would be that would be the only two gripes because all the characters are... So it's a recommend from you too, Doug. 100%. No Excellent. question. Yeah. Excellent. Dave, watch it. Just I don't even watching. know why I'm asking. Just keep watching it. Did you Did you catch the, speaking of multiverse movies, did you catch the Everything Everywhere All at Once reference? No, I didn't. Uh, see, you're going to have to go back I'm and watch it. going to have to go back and see it again. It was on the billboard above uh, Spot's uh, layer. What did it say? Uh, it was, there was a bagel in the middle and it was all of it all the time and something else I can't remember, uh, but it was very That's funny. referencing... Yeah. Everything everywhere all at once. I love it. Um, 
And it was like all of it all the time everywhere or something like that. And there was just a bagel. Have in the you middle. seen that movie? I haven't yet. No, I know. It's on my list. It's, it's on my list. Buddy. I know. So, buddy. It's well, it's like number one. It's every list you look at. It's the top movie of the year. Like it's. It's so yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It, it, des- it won Best Picture and it deserved it. Yeah. And that was a movie that Dave and I walked out of and went run it again let's just, can we can we, we we were like one of like seven people in that theater yeah and they there's so much emotion that it's just rocks and yeah there's so much emotion so much it's worth it it's i'll worth get around it. to it's it worth yeah. The watch. yeah it's worth the watch all right that's our main segment dave do you uh do you have something for us tonight or no a new blue do you I can describe. I can talk about a new blue. Yes. Oh, it's not show and tell. You know, I'm I missed sorry. the show and tell. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. you set a precedence, and then you once know, you do, once you don't go through, it used to be it, a just, visual medium, at least yeah. for us in the room. Now I gotta stare at this fucking mug while he describes the Blu-ray to me. I'm sorry. Go. What do you got? Wouldn't that boy buy its Dave's blue? So I'm still waiting for the Holy Grail 4K that uh, Tony and I have on pre-order that uh, should be coming in next week. Uh, I'm not even talking about the one you think I'm talking about. Damn it. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that as well. Um, the one I'm going to talk about is uh, the Umbrella Entertainment release of I Saw the Devil. The fuck is Umbrella Entertainment? It's from Australia. I told you about it. Oh, my God. It's an Australian outlet. Sixth boutique outlet that we're using now. It's an Australian outlet. Uh, So wait, didn't you talk about this already? Or I talked about the movie. Uh, We talked about the movie. Oh yeah, because you were were waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Now you have it. Have you seen I Saw the Devil? No. Okay. Quick synopsis: Serial killer kills kills a woman, kills a pregnant woman. Her husband or her fiance is a cop. And he decides to go um, go rogue, go on vacation for two weeks and track him down and fuck with him. Oh, and then he finds out who he is and then they, he starts fucking with him back. And it's a cat and mouse thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, bro. And it's Korean, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, Korean. it's fucking nuts. I was gonna say the, some of the best movies that have been coming out it's recently have been Korean nuts. movies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all I have to say is it's Korean, and you just know. And that's it. Yeah, nuts, man. Yeah. It's but, fucking off. The so wall. I finally got it. Um, nice. So came with a nice. There was a super limited edition. I think my copy was number ninety nine out of five hundred they made. Okay, which I was really excited about because I didn't know it was that limited. You got the double digit numbers. <laughs> the great one, bud. Uh, so it has <laughs> the great uh, like the slip the. The hard shell slip like arrow does yeah, yeah, yeah and then it has the art cards obviously sure. the book the, the essays there's no essays Damn. it's all behind the scenes stuff um i know you love your essays I do love my essays. and uh comes with a poster with some great art on it then the slip case sure. with the with the sure, blu-ray sure, sure, sure. and yeah it's supposed to be a region b but she plays take it Plays. And yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the film. I watched that scene that we like with the taxi cab, the taxi cab yeah, and it looks okay. So I, have, I have seen a, a I've seen a scene from this you movie and it's this taxi cab scene where they go through the taxi right. cab. You have That's showed it. me that scene before. Yeah. Okay, so I've never seen the movie, but I've seen that scene. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So stellar release. Uh, they have Excellent. like a, a regular Blu-ray edition that's yeah. just the Blu-ray without the fixins. Yeah. And I highly recommend you find a way to ship it from Australia. <laughs> or just go to Australia and go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next time I'm there, I'll yeah. keep it on my Next, list. Yeah. 
So big ups to Umbrella. Nice. I'm not going to. Uh, I ordered a couple other movies from them, but uh, I'm going to try to keep it minimal. Nice. Yeah, that's can't, fair. I can't. That's fair. I can't. Uh, can't commit to another label. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just don't fucking drag me into it too. Oh, I will. I mean, he's I going to fucking hate. You. I, I, I somehow can resist. I don't know. You're just magnetized by it, buddy. You start something you except gotta, for the lighthouse. I, I yeah, I couldn't say no. This is true. This I'm is a, true. I'm a fan of his lobster. I know you're a fan of his lobster. You know what? The beans. You know what's fucked up about that entire movie too? When we watched that at TIFF, we fucking hated it. I still fucking hate it. And I, 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 I've watched it like twice now, and I want to watch it again. Like, I what the fuck is that? It makes movie? me angry. But I'm very uh, excited for the. Have 4K. you seen the lighthouse? No, I. But it's funny because I knew you guys were talking about the lighthouse, even though you didn't mention the movie. And for some reason, because I remember you both saying how bad it was, and I was like, "Isn't this like borderline Lovecraftian?" Like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's and I was like, like it. Willem Dafoe and. Our Pattinson. Pattinson, Batman. Yeah, that's that's who it is. Pattinson. Yeah, Pattinson. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it's again on my list. Just you like it? I liked it. Something. I liked it a lot. Significantly better the second time. Second time. Oh my! Yeah. So I got to watch it first say, and then say, watch it. Say third, but I don't think I've gotten to the you third. Might, you might it. be okay it's, on the first time because you've heard a lot of like the oh, just like preface yourself. So yeah. maybe you'll come out on the okay just muscle side. through it. Like we were blindsided. Subtitles? Yeah, subtitles. subtitles? I watch everything with subtitles. That's yeah. call, it, it, call me the freak. Yeah. We saw it on a five movie day, and every movie had subtitles except that one, and that was the only one that needed it. That needed them. <laughs> well, no, Parasite needed subtitles. I still. I think <laughs> well, I think I could have gotten the gist of yeah, what was happening in Parasite yeah. without the subtitles. This movie, I needed the subtitles. But oh fuck, it's Robert Eggers, so you know what you're in for. Yeah. Period accurate lighthouse operators talking. That's, in that's, black that's it white. in black and white. That's the part that really sells four me on it. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Four by three, yeah. and they're going crazy. Yeah. Shot in Halifax. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and there's some angry seagulls, and there's a I, Robert uh, Pattinson jerking off to a wooden mermaid. Yeah, there's a there's a as you do. I, I found a I found an Airbnb in New Zealand that lets you stay in a, in a lighthouse, and I'm like, I, the only way the only way that I'm going is if I can dress up exactly. <laughs> gotta have the, the, the rubber suspenders, the and blue. Yell at someone, I, why are you a fan of me, lobster? You're gonna have a fucking pipe. Fuck yeah, period yeah. accurate corn pipe. cob. Corn cob, yeah. only way to go. Yeah, fucking Absolutely. drinking drinking oil. Absolutely, I'm gonna come in with a with a box of rations, and that's gonna last God. me the whole fucking six months that I'm on the rock. Oh, the crazy man. part is that you probably wouldn't even be the first one to show up at that Airbnb like that. They, they're like, oh, another one. Oh, great. Oh, fuck. Another Eggers I fan. Great. Yeah, I get it. Yes, just standing naked in front of the lighthouse, <laughs> like. That's actually how they advertise the uh, the B and the Airbnb. Yeah. There's got a whole bunch of pictures of people standing naked in front of the lighthouse. The again, with this, again with this fucking Robert Eggers. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Robert Eggers. Anyway, I saw the devil. Banger, banger, banger release. Absolute banger. I love it. Shall we wrap this up? Yeah, we're getting cool. hyped for Tribeca. I know that. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a yeah. thing. And hopefully, by the time you guys all listen to this, we're we will have applied for TIFF. Oh God, yeah! So can't wait for that to open up. On that, we get approved. Yeah, I mean, we got Tribeca, right? If we get to the Tribeca Film Festival, they got to approve TIFF, right? Like that's fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Do you think they'll have guns. like they'll have like a little spot where we can say like past film festival? Oh, I put it in the letter for sure. Fantastic. Fuck yeah, I yeah, put it did. in the letter. You excited for anything at Tribeca, Dave? Uh well, I just watched Chasing Amy, so I'm excited so for Chasing, Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, what else? I'm excited for Bucky fucking Dent. Bucky fucking mm. Dent with uh, yeah. D- directed by Decav. Excellent. Decav. Yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, Scorsese's daughter's short film. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the one about um, Kotsur's dad. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good one. There's some great stuff coming, and uh, we might need a bonus episode. We might need a bonus episode or three. I'll try back all the time. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. I turned into a Fantasia last year. God, please don't. (laughs) It's gonna be wild. It's not a Tiff wrap up episode. We're okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, God willing, we'll have uh, friend James back on the podcast very soon. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, that would be. uh, Do yeah. We can make it a quarterly. You know we can make it a you know. You're welcome all the time. You know buddy. what? You know what we should do. You should do just for just for friend James, just to have him back, just to get an excuse to bring him back on. Not that we need an excuse, but we should. Uh, just a shitload of kaiju movies. That's, yeah, that's you know me too well. That's I was gonna say. Yeah, that would yeah. be. We'll just watch it, just like, a Godzilla athon. Like, is that the episode titled "The Shitload of Kaiju Episode"? <laughs> Shitloads of kaiju. <laughs> Throw some Pacific Rim in there. Like, yeah, pack rim for days. Monster, you know, like. I will say, you know what I watched recently? I'm just going to, I'm going to plug this one because I, I watched it not too long ago. I want to say it was, it was called Troll. It was like a Scandinavian movie. It was on Netflix. Oh, was it Troll Hunter? Not Troll Hunter because okay. Troll Hunter is really good. And I really like that one. Okay. Um, that one's out there. Uh, but I want to say it was called Troll okay. and it was a, uh, um, about a, a Scandinavian about mountain trolls and them, huh. you know, one coming to life kind of thing. And like, yeah, yeah. I watched it at work one day and I'm not going to lie. I would watch it again. Nice. Yeah. It's got the whole environmentalist theme behind it of like, you know, if we keep messing around with the earth, stuff's yeah. going to come at us kind of thing. You know, takes from Godzilla, you know, a little bit that way. But also also was a shout out to speaking of Shin movies as well. There's Shin Kamen Rider coming out. Yeah. Shin Kamen Rider is going to be. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Man. Yeah. That looks nuts. I don't even care. Shin Ultraman was fucking Shin nuts. Ultraman. Yeah. Shin Gojira was fucking insane. Just give me all the Shin movies. All the Shin movies. Gamera. That's all they need now is Shin Gamera. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we're there. We're getting there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, man. Thanks for so much for coming out. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's been a blast. Yes, thanks for coming. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Anytime. Yeah, literally, it's an open door policy. We just, you know, Monday nights I'll be here. (laughs) Okay, not every Monday night. Okay, okay. Two weeks. Every Every two two weeks. weeks. Okay, all right. I'll just show up every Monday if you're filming. Great. If not, yeah. Special lady friend. He needs to know in advance. Fair enough. Stop talking about my special lady friend. Anyway. Uh, let's wrap this one up. We'll see you guys in two-ish weeks, let's call it. Yeah. Uh, there might be a bonus episode in between or something else. We'll see. It depends on what Tribeca has in store for us. But until then, my name is James. Big Tasty. Dramatic Dave. Super friend guest. Friend James. <laughs> and uh, this has been the Finger Guns Podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. Good night. <laughs>